the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Hope you've had a fantastic Friday. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel, back with you for the summer edition of Sports Day SA. You can be part of the show, the Just Quality Home Improvements open line, one 736 736 Give us a call and tell us how your Friday's been or text in 0427 154 How was your Friday, Mens? Friday was good, Bonds. Uh, not as busy this one, which was nice. I was able to do some planning for tonight. We always Friday is always a massive yes. show for us. It is. Um, so really looking forward to it. How about yours? Did you watch much of the golf? I had it on while I was working, so I didn't see a lot, but I was keeping an eye on the score and I saw some incredible oh. uh, golf ball hitting. That's the technical That's term, the term. For, from Minwoo Lee. Uh, he was outstanding. We'll talk about him very soon. Um, but let's get into it, shall we? We sure. Uh, the hot topic is for Irrigear. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. And I mentioned Minwoo Lee. Let's just have a listen to his approach at 18. Hear him talking between 8 and 9 iron now. I think he's gone for the 9 to be more aggressive. The one thing he's got to be careful of is his feet not slipping. That's the danger in this. Starting well out to the right, trying to turn it back. It's a good-looking golf shot. Yeah, he's had a great day again. He's had a, he he's had a great eight or nine days, let's be honest. He has. The last weekend went in the Australian PGA in Queensland and did it pretty convincingly. And then here currently at the halfway point of the Australian Open, he leads by three shots. He's 12 under. He is 12 under and uh, he had a fantastic day. That shot that we played was off pine straw, which is incredibly hard to hit a golf ball off pine straw. It is. And he put it to within a couple of feet of... The stick. He hit a nine iron, a hundred and seventy something meters. A nine iron, not off a fairway, off pine off straw. Pine straw. Oh, it's, imagine it's if you incredible. could do that. Imagine if you could strike the ball like that. Yeah. So he's going well. Uh, Connor Syme, uh, the Scottish, the Scotsman. He's at nine under. Leishman's at five under. Cam Smith had a good day. He's up to four under. Yeah, he's he's improved, which is good. I mean. He's going to need a lot to go his way to be able to contend to win it. He's eight shots back. But again, if Minwoo doesn't go on from here, he's only realistically five back from second position. So he's still in the hunt. There's a few other names in there as well that uh, are, are good for Aussie's chances, I guess. Lucas Herbert, six under. Yes. He's come going along nicely. Sam Jones is at seven under. Uh, Matt Jones also at six under. A couple others there that you'd like to mention potentially? Uh, no, look, I, I just thought it was... Um uh, there's um, Patrick, I've forgotten his Rogers. surname. Rogers, thank you. Patrick Rogers is up there, the American. And there's, there's a few. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is there as well, the Chilean. Yeah, there's, it's a good array of players. When you yeah. mentioned that at the start, it's when we were just off air, Rogers, Herbert, Jones, I weren't sure whether you're talking about the NFL or the golf, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, there is some good names up there in the Australian Open. So, look, Mimorelli, three shots in front. I don't see anything changing over the next two days. We, you know, It's golf, so you never know, but he is in subliminal form that it looks like he's going to go back-to-back back in terms of championships here in Australia. Could we see brother-sister act take home Australian Opens? Oh, it's a good question. Because Minji's four off the pace, I think? Yeah, she is. Yeah. So, uh, look, it's... 
One that, uh, yeah, the women's, so the women's tournament's on at the same time. Yes, on the same courses. Yeah, which is great mm. to see. And the all abilities as well. So there's yes. a three tournaments going on. And so it's busy at the moment in Sydney. Imagine if you saw the brother and sister combination win the Australian Open Golf. It would be amazing. Um, let's cross our fingers. And you never know with golf, depending on what time you, you know, something goes wrong, all of a sudden you hit the ball in the tree and you drop three shots. Yep. Um, you just never know. So uh, interesting. Speaking of golf, I just want to run you through this leaderboard. Tiger Woods return to the golfing world. The Hero World Challenge. Listen to this name at the top of the leaderboard. Brian Harmon, five under. Finau, five under. Jordan Spieth, four under. Scotty Scheffler, three under. Colin Morikawa, three under. Max Homer, three under. Matt Fitzpatrick, two. Uh, Justin Thomas, two under. Jason Day, one under. Like big, big names playing in that Hero World Challenge. That's and all... uh, Tiger Woods, three over. He's in 18th place. It's a lot of money walking around on that golf course at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> it Spieth, Scheffler, Jason Day, Tiger Woods, some great names up there. Brian Harmon leading that one, the Hero World Challenge. So, yeah, it's uh, not ideal. It's on the same time as the Australian Open golf, but um, yeah, that is a that is a star-studded lineup. The Ricky Ponting lookalike, Brian Harmon. Yeah. <laughs> cool. um, should we talk some cricket? Sheffield Shield finished today, men's. Unfortunately, our Redbacks just couldn't get over the line. Well, what did you mention yesterday? You, you said that you think how much would be too much to chase I down? Two fifty would have been really difficult to chase. Well, you are absolutely on the money once again, Bonds. Two hundred and thirty-four South Australia bowled out for twenty-three runs short of Victoria's uh, two innings combined. So two seventy-eight, two thirty-one. Victoria made. We made two fifty-two and two hundred and thirty-four. Not great news for the Redbacks, although. One player will probably be happy with how he performed in their second innings. Our man Kez, Alex Carey, 81. And our other man, Wes Agar, nearly stole the game from Victoria. He made 44. 46 of 26 deliveries. Yeah, he he almost got the South Australians home, but he was the last man out. He was. It it showed, and we talked about this last night, that it was difficult to bat uh, at the Adelaide Oval. And so come out and be aggressive and put the pressure back on the bowlers. Well, Sam Harper did that in the first innings. 151 off just 104 deliveries. Fraser McGurk did the same thing in in the Redbacks' first knock. 101 off 106. And we talked about where's 46 off 26. So... It was um, the way to go, the way to play was to take the game on. And uh, unfortunately for the Redbacks, that does hurt, that loss. Because if we had have won that game, it would have kept us right in touch with the top two. Fortunately, it brings us back to the pack. And they've got a bit of time now between games. Now they're going to have to wait a little while. Yeah, a couple of months yep. before while the Big Bash starts, which is uh, next week, men's. That's exciting too. Thursday night. We're under a week until the Big Bash starts. Yeah, it's uh, good. Uh, Alex Carey, you mentioned him and he's 81 and how that is good for him. Well, Tim Payne chipped in on the Alex Carey debate as well, whether his test spot should be under pressure. I don't think he should be. I don't think his Ashes was that bad that his place should be under fire. I mean, up until the Ashes, he'd been doing a terrific job. He didn't have a stinker of an Ashes. He averaged 20, which is not great. Don't get me wrong, but he kept very well. It just worries me a little bit because where there's smoke, there's fire. Yes. And the way he was quickly dealt with in that World Cup and the fact that there is a few murmurings around media is a worry. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Like it, he, When he got dropped in the World Cup, there was a lot of people that were not happy with it and they thought it was a really poor decision off the back of a, a bad loss against South Africa. Uh, it came out and it, it was proved to be the right decision. Josh Inglis has made some runs, particularly in the T20s, but also in the ODIs, and we didn't lose a game when Inglis came into the team. Yes. 
But um, I don't see him getting dropped. I mean, we've heard Andrew McDonald talk about they're not going to just make changes for the sake of it. David Warner's place is not in jeopardy at the top of the order. So I can't see them then doing the same thing with Alex Carey. I think they're going to almost do the same thing as with him that they will with Warner. They'll allow him to play one or two tests and, and see if he can perform and go from there. I agree. I, I think Kez is uh, the, the test keeper. Well, the and other thing not is to that mention 81. His glove, not to mention his glove work as well. Yeah, his glove work is elite. But that 81 today, if there was any doubts, I think they would have looked at that and gone, well, look, he still can make runs. And he did today in the opportunity he got. So In difficult, difficult conditions. Exactly that. Yep. So he should be there come the first test against Pakistan. 36ers uh, almost yeah. stole it. They came back from 20 down, but in the end, um, yeah, had a had a loss in New Zealand, 96 to 83. DJ, uh, DJ Vasilovic, 14. Mitch McCarron, 10. Um, it just, yeah, just not a good night for the Sixers. No. And, well, and a bad loss. When, you, when you're down 37 to 17 at quarter time, you're yeah. always chasing tail. You, what that means is in basketball, then you're probably going to keep your starters on potentially a little bit longer to try and bring the game back or you've got your second unit trying to play well. It just means you use a lot of energy to get back in the game, which they did. And then the breakers were too good in the end. I can just picture us talking with Scotty Ninnis next week and saying to him, Scott, where'd you lose the game? And he goes, ah, oh, well, when you shoot four from 25 from the three-point line, you're not going to win many games, which is so true. It was We were really poor from outside the three-point perimeter. It's been an issue for them all year. And uh, yeah, and the breakers shoot at nearly 50%, 15 from 32 from three-point range. It's a difference in the game as well as that first quarter, 20-point deficit as cost the 36ers. Look, the good news is they get a chance to back it up tomorrow night and uh, to try and overcome that loss, but it's going to be just as difficult as Tasmania, the jack jumpers in Tasmania. Yes, uh, some bad news in the footy world today as well. Yeah, there was. Unfortunately, Dan McStay has torn his ACL, so... You might be thinking, oh, didn't he have that other injury? He did. It was his MCL injury that he did in the preliminary final. Yes. Cost him a, a premiership, unfortunately. And that was on his other knee. So not great news. I mean, if it was on the same knee, you'd be like, there maybe was some sort of um, reason there. There was a bit of weakness. But it's his other ACL, it's his left knee, which is disappointing. So he will miss the rest of this season. You, you have to feel for him because... Missing out on a AFL Premiership, you'd be thinking, we're going to be thereabouts next year. At least I'll get an opportunity to crack at it. But he's unfortunately going to have to sit on the sidelines and watch his team contend and potentially win another grand final. What about the other little footy murmur that's out at the moment is that the Sandful might play the VFL during gather round. Yeah, so I, I like this setup. I like that the Sandful and the VFL will potentially take on each other. It is, it's a potential, it's planning, it's in the planning stage They're of the talking. moment. They're talking. Yep. Um, now, initially we thought, well, that would make sense if you play in Victoria. There's hmm. no games on that weekend in Victoria. Correct. But by the sounds of it, they're going to probably play as a curtain raiser to one of the games in gather rounds. So get on the text line, 0427154. One double six. Do you like the idea of the sample taking on the VFL as a curtain raiser in gather round? It might be the Thursday night, might be the Friday night. So there's no sample and no VFL that weekend of gather round. It'd have to be a stand, one of those standalone games that you mentioned because there's nine games here in Adelaide yes. that weekend. If you put it on Saturday afternoon when you've got three other games going on of AFL footy, you'll get no one there. But Thursday or Friday night, you'll get, I mean, all the players will be over here, all the teams, all the scouts will be over here. It actually could work. 
All right, we are here for Lumo Energy. Switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today and Kia. Kia's Epic Range, the Kia Sportage, the Celtos, the EV6 GT. We've got a big show tonight. Gemma Barsby from our wonderful strikers who play tomorrow night uh, is going to be joining us later in the show. You've got your TV guide, men's. So we're going to tell you what to watch uh, this weekend. We've got a weekend headline. We'll make a few predictions. And Sam Fantasia is going to be in the studio to uh, quiz us on to see if we have been paying attention. All coming up on the summer edition of Sports ASA. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Bonds and men's with you. And for just quality home improvements, you can call in. The open line is 1300 736 736 or text in 0427 154 166. Uh, men's, we got a text uh, yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. Late we, last night after we'd gone off air? We did, just after we went off air. And so just before I get to that, just a little shout out uh, to one of our regular listeners, Barry. I just wanted to give a shout out to, and uh, also little Bailey, who's five weeks old today. Oh, congratulations. Um, but also to Mario, one of our absolute favorites, sending a very complimentary text last night when we were off air. So Mario, we appreciate you listening and your contribution to the show every week. It's elite. So from there, we might it might be time to get into the sports TV guide this weekend. Uh, we love that music. And as I said, time for the TV guide. So this is what's on and what's happening over the weekend. I've got 10 sporting events for you to tune into over the weekend. And we're going to start Bonds with tonight. The Adelaide yes. Giants, they travel to Blacktown to play the much improved Sydney Blue Sox. That's 7.30 tonight. So as soon as we get off air, we'll be putting that one on, seeing if the Giants can go to 8-1. and one. Yes, they looking have forward to that. this season so well. So that is the first one tonight. Uh, the other one that's tonight as well, it is at midnight. It's Australia taking on India in the fourth T20. So that match, if we win that, it goes to game five. And I will be sleeping. Yeah, there might be a few that will be doing the same thing. I won't be, but uh, that one at midnight tonight. Before you get to the next one, yep. do you know how good Cobram Estate is? Uh, it, they are the premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. I'm glad you told me that because that leads beautifully into the next one, which is a massive game. 11 a.m. tomorrow morning in the NBA. Yes. You'll be, you might not be up for the T20 tonight, but you'll be up for this one. I'll be there. At the 76ers versus Celtics lounge. game. <laughs> Watching it on so, yes. the 76ers take on the Celtics, the two best teams in the East. This will be a great matchup. The Celtics haven't lost at home, so I think they'll keep that going. Yep. You'll see it live in person, which is great, Bonds. Uh, the Matildas, they take on Canada in Canada. So you can go from Boston to Canada to see this game at 2 p.m. Yes. Saturday afternoon, that game is. So tune into that one. And then as soon as that's finished, it might be time to stay on the couch and uh, flick on the Strikers Big Bash, Women's Big Bash final against the Brisbane Heat or probably actually go to the game. If you cannot go to the game, you yep. must watch it. However... Get to Adelaide Oval. So they reckon potentially a sellout. We might see 15,000. That'd be awesome. Yeah. 
Um, so 6.40, that is Saturday night. The sellout is actually one of the games we're going to get to in a second. But first of all, the 36ers take on the Tassie Jack Jumpers in Tasmania. 7.30 this game is. So are we any chance? No. <laughs> Move on. We're not, but these are the games we seem to win. So tune into that one. Then we get to Sunday. Now, Sunday, we'll see if Min Woo Lee can go back-to-back weekends as the champion in Australia. The Australian Open Golf final round starts around about 10 a.m. Sunday morning. We'll certainly be tuning into that one. And there'll be some people chasing him too. Don't worry about that. It's not just automatically give him the trophy. There'll be some people chasing. There definitely will. There's plenty of good players in that field. Uh, And then from there, this is the one I was talking about that is supposedly a sellout, which is the AFLW Grand Final. North Melbourne taking on Brisbane, Sunday, 2 p.m. This game is. This should be a close game. Both these teams beat the Crows by under a goal. So, right. on paper, this should be a very. Should be a great game. A very close game. I think North Melbourne will win their first AFLW I'm with final. you. Yep. Uh, from there, two more games to go across the weekend. You're going to, this one, you're going to have to wait till Monday morning, though. This is not only the game of the week in the NFL, this is the game of the year. If you're going to tune into one NFL game this season outside of the Super Bowl, it is this one Monday, 7.55 a.m. in the morning. You might be getting up ready for work. You might be at work. It's Philadelphia taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Can your Eagles win it? They certainly can. They're actually out. Or will, I should say. Well, the odds are actually not in their favor, which is amazing because they are the best team in the comp right now. But again, for mine, this is the two best teams in the NFL currently. So... I think we still will. I think we just find a way to win. So at home, I think Philadelphia will get the job done against San Fran. And the last one for the weekend, before we come back to you on Monday night and you tune in at 6 o'clock on Monday night, it is Adelaide United away to MacArthur. Monday, 2.40 this game is. A bizarre time. Yeah, I'm not sure why they're playing it at 2.40. Why not play it Monday night so people can go watch it? Correct. Maybe it's so that... People can watch it and then tune into us straight afterwards. Maybe the kids' training starts at five thirty, so they've <laughs> got to be off the off the pitch before then. I think we'll continue our winning ways against Macarthur. We uh, I agree. are an offensive unit at the moment, and Adelaide United should get another win. All right, uh, that was the TV guide. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Now, here's a quick community update. To be alert and prepare this bushfire season, stay up to date with all bushfire warnings online with the South Australian Country Fire Service. Visit cfs.sa.gov.au. This community update is thanks to the new fire code. It's the first paint to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. It is available at a Bunnings Warehouse. A lot of really good games and events in there. Was one? Was there one that stands out to you that you will certainly be tuning into? Celtic Sixers. Ooh, it's, I've got about six on there that oh, I'll and definitely the strikers. be watching. I'm going to watch Strikers, strikers WBBL. I'm probably going, yeah. Yeah, that's a fair one. Yeah. Australian Open Golf Final Round will be elite I'll on be, Sunday yeah, as well. There's so much flicking, happening. I'll be flicking all over the place. Great weekend of sport coming up. Uh, yes, it is. And coming up, um, Sam Fantasia is going to put us to the test to see if we've been paying attention this week. Redemption. And the great Gemma Barsby. Bowls left-handed, bowls right-handed, does it all. She'll be with us too. From the Adelaide Strikers, back soon here on the Summer Edition of Sports ASA. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV, Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA.
Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Paul Bonds at Dan Menzel and Sammy Fantasia snuck into the studio as well. Where he's looking forward to his segment. Uh, you can be part of the show. The Just Quality Home Improvements open line is one 736 736 Or the text line is 0427154166. Just Quality Home Improvements. Experts in roller shutters, plantation shutters. What's a plantation shutter, Mens? Great question. Shutter for your plantation? I reckon. Go with it. Outdoor blinds, artificial lawns, and roof restorations. It's time for our weekend headline. Thanks to Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partners. Toolkit Depot, everything you need to get the job done. Shop in-store or online. Now, man, this is uh, for people who haven't heard our weekend headline. This is we come up with a certainty each, an upset each, and a prediction for the weekend. We do. And as we said last week, we will take a look back at how we fared in last week's certainty, upset, and do we prediction. Have to? Yes, we do. But yes, my certainty, Max Verstappen will win his 19th race this season. Now, here's my upset on the back of what you just said. Yep. Max Verstappen will oh. not win oh. <laughs> the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Oh, my. He will not okay. win it. That's, like. that's my upset. We will definitely be playing this one next week, Bonds, because uh, one of us is going to be wrong. And I'm putting my hand up. I was wrong, man. You, you were right. Well done. You were wrong. You are also wrong on your certainty, which was Van Gisbergen will win the Velo 500. His steering wheel fell off. And you are also wrong <laughs> on your prediction that Adelaide Crows will beat North Melbourne in the AFLW. Well, you agreed with me there. Prelim final. However, I was right with two of my three. So I take the chocolates on the weekend headline last week, which I need to because have you been paying attention? wasn't as pretty for me. Yeah. Okay. So right. what have we got this week? My then? certainty is an absolute certainty. All right. What is it? Strikers go back to back. Yes. I like it. I agree with you on that one. My... <laughs> Well, we're not there yet. We're Thanks, not, Sammy. We're not there yet. But uh, my certainty is tonight the Giant Adelaide Giants continue rolling with a win tonight on the back of starting pitcher Lachlan Wells. I like that too. Sammy's given us a ticket Feels of approval. Feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> I hope they're right. Uh, you're upset? I'm, I've got a, quite an interesting one. For NBL fans, uh, Illawarra Hawks will upset the Brisbane Bullets on Sunday in Brisbane. They won a game last week. Yep. They got Jason Tatum's dad coaching, so I'm on board. Is Jason playing in this game? Not this one, no. Okay. All right. I like that you went to the NBL for your upset because I've done the exact same thing, however, a different game. I've gone. The New Zealand Breakers will travel to Southeast Melbourne and beat them off the back of their win against the 36ers last night. That'll be an upset. Yep. We both got upsets in the NBL. We will see how we fare next week. Prediction time. What have you got? All right. Um, my prediction, I'm not as confident with my prediction as I was this morning when I wrote this, but <laughs> Min Woo Lee will win the Men's Open. Why aren't you confident with that? Well, I'm very confident with that. Okay. But his sister, Min G, yes. will win the Women's. Now, she was three off the pace when I... Uh, yep. Yeah, she's currently watching. not three off the pace. She, no, she dropped a couple of shots late. So she's seven or eight off the pace now? Uh, actually, nine off the nine. pace. So yeah. it's a bold strategy, Cut, and we'll see this. <laughs> so I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to stay with it. I like it. You're going right. to stay with it. All right. stay with it. All right. I think you'll like my prediction. Okay. Uh, both of these things need to get up for it to be a correct prediction, and that is Talia McGrath will win the toss in the final. And be the player of the match in the WBBL final. So, Will Bat 
she'll make 50 and take two for. Yep, so she's going to win the toss. She's not going to get to call because they're the home side, but she'll win that toss and then she'll be the player of the match. Like it. Awesome. We'll take a look back next week to see how we fared. I reckon that on the prediction front, all the best to Min G Lee, but I'm not sure that one will get up. But we'll see how we go next Friday. Weekend headline. Now, Sam, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I've got something for you, though. Oh. Yes? No, I'm being told that average Joes does not have enough players <laughs> and will be forfeiting the championship match. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. So it pays <laughs> off for him. All right. It's time He's for... the best in the business, this man. You took like the words out of my mouth. Best the in the business. Best in the business. That is unbelievable. Elite. All right, Sam, it's time for your little gig. We test their knowledge of the week's events on Have You Been Paying Attention? And now, here's your host, Sam Fantasia. Oh, it's got a long tail there, Bonds. Uh, it's all thanks to the South Adelaide Netball Club. Support the South Adelaide Netball Club in 2023-2024. It's time for Have You Been Paying Attention now. As you know, your buzzers are your name. Yes. yes. Bonds, you won 3-0 last yeah. week. Woo-hoo. Oh, no. I, I, I would say I'd be better this week, but I'm not sure I will be. Here <laughs> you we might go. be. You might be. All right. So, for one point, what percentage of Adelaide Crows players ran? Men's. 93 Yes, I'm on the board. Only taking me seven days. You're quick, too. Mm. The Crows lost by how many points to North Melbourne in the... Men's. They lost by one point. And that is worth one point. Ooh, (laughs) two nil. All right. Bonus question. Who kicked the winning goal when the Crows played North Melbourne in round nine? Men's. Danielle Ponta. Bonds. Yes. Ebony Marinoff. Jeez, doesn't no, keep was neither of them. <laughs> do, we, do we keep... Oh, Neve Kelly. Oh. Neve Kelly. Wait, does that count or not count? No, it doesn't, doesn't count. I was no, going to say. Absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry I tortured mate to be yeah. Neve Kelly. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and now you've sort of... You, you, mm, I'm very disappointed in our pre-show planning here. And, I know. Uh, for half a point each. Bonds. You don't know the question is, so what are you going to say? Sipos. That's half a point. Playing for, uh, coaching at Hawthorne. Correct. <laughs> you get. Wow. I'm not sure what happened either for anyone listening at home. I don't know what just happened, but Bonds I'll, is back I'll, in I'll it. tell you after the show. Okay. <laughs> All right. An NBA team's owner is selling their majority stake. What is the name of the person selling their share? And what team is he selling? Bonds. Bonds. Tiger Woods is selling. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> You're not going to guess the team? You get nothing. Uh, you lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. Uh, I'm going to guess the team. I don't know the owner, but I'm going to guess the team. I'm going to say men's, and I'm going to say the Clippers. Steve Ball would never sell. Yeah, he I would know. never No. Mark Cuban. Oh, of course. This is bad. Oh, I knew this too. Yeah, I thought that was a sure fire yes. one. That's bad. All right. What did our very own Jared Waitley name as his top sporting moment for Men's. 20? Matilda's World Cup. You have been he's been, he's been studying. <laughs> he's been studying. Oh, I'm back in it. Aggregate. What's, that? What's the score? 3-1. 3-1. But you're up 4-1 overall. Nah, 3-1. Uh, all right. 1-0. West Coast replaced the retired Luke Shuey as captain this week. Who did they name as his replacement? Bonds. Duggan and 
Alan. Co-captains. But there was only half a point each there. Well, that's, so that's three up to two. Yep. Uh, how many total runs did Alex Carey make against the Vicks? Men's. He made 82 total runs. Good get. Good listening. Good listening. The New Zealand coach who was ejected against the 36ers last night, his name is... Bonds. Bonds. Modi Mayor. We've got a ball game. 4-3. And a bonus. Have you really been paying attention? Which chess grandmaster was accused of cheating this week? Oh, God. <laughs> um, 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 That's worth two points. This oh, time. horrible. Um, I think we're out Bonds. of time. Mario from Maslin's. Oh, good. I thought you actually might know. <laughs> no, no idea. That no, was Hikaru Nakamura. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely would have got that one. That's not a sport. <laughs> chess isn't a sport, it's a game. He's That's an athlete, true. though. He's an athlete. No, he's not. <laughs> um, we're through now, boys. That's uh, that was. Have you been? Yeah, that's it. So, congratulations, well Daniel Menzel. Four. Does he get a round three. of applause or something? Yes. He does. Get, I got one last he, week. He gets something I? better. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Sam. That was good. That was very good. And uh, get your business centre court. Sponsor the South Adelaide Netball Club. S-A-N-C.com.au. Just go and do that. Well done, Sam. Thank you. Congratulations. Well done. The sh- I, I think that's just going to develop over the summer yeah, and be right. quite entertaining by the end of it, even yeah. if that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because you lost? Yeah. 4-3. Four, <laughs> four, it was... Um, was it right? It was probably closer than what it should have been. But 1-1 one, one we are overall now, so I get some redemption there. I was horrific last week, but 1-all... Uh, and have you been paying attention? Gemma Barsby coming up very shortly on the show. Men's, what else you got for us? Anything else? Yeah, well, to... we, we might have a listen, actually, to Brendan Goddard got asked about his new coaching appointment at St. Kilda, and now yes. he's obviously under Ross Lyon, and he got asked about what it's like to work under Ross Lyon as a coach. I look at it from a player's perspective now and how he, you know, how he works with the players. He's definitely a lot less intense. Like less often, so he's obviously he, he reads the room really well. When when the players you know need a bit of a stern talking to, he's obviously still got that there. But I think I think it's more a relaxed approach. And then as you made mention, it is different at being an assistant coach. We as players, you know, you interact with them, but you don't see them Monday to Friday and the little the preparation that goes into either training or the week of training and then into a game. So I've, I've probably lent on halves in particular because he worked under Ross uh, after he retired. So he, he can actually see it from both sides of the fence. And, and and he says he definitely has changed. And, you know, Ross is a smart man, so he understands you need to change and where to get better. It's interesting there. So Brendan Goddard uh, chatting about Ross Lyon. I think Bonds, Ross working in the media for a couple of years certainly would have taught him a few things as well. Like he used to notoriously not talk to the media and talk down to them. So then he's on the other side of the fence asking questions to coaches and going, "Mm, maybe it was a little bit harsh. So I think that element he certainly would have learned a little bit more, but also the, in terms of how to deal with players, it worked 10 years ago, that sort of process and that mindset and the way he used to go about things, it doesn't necessarily have the same cut through that it does now. So I'm not surprised that Brendan did mention that. I think he spoke to a lot of people before he took the role again as well. 
Without doubt. With some of the current coaches, I rent, I guess he went to some of his mentors and just said, how should I approach this going back into this role? Yep. What should I do? And he's taken that advice and uh, yeah, obviously paying dividends. Yeah, no, it is. And so, yeah, Brendan Goddard back at the Saints. So it'll be interesting to see how they fare next year. Do you reckon they'll make the top eight next year? Oh, not sure. It's too early. Yep. Too much can too much can happen between now and February, March. Well, it's his second year back in charge. So mm. you would think that the game plan and everything they try to implement. Remember the job he did early this year when yes. they had so many injuries? Yes. And they were beating teams off the back of just effort. And you look at their playing list on the ground and you're like, how is this team actually winning games at the moment? So if you're a St. Kilda supporter, I reckon you're pretty optimistic about what's to come I agree. in 2024. I agree. It'll be interesting to see where they end up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just just not sure. There's so many teams pushing for the eight. Adelaide are pushing for the eight. Gold Coast are pushing for the eight. Um, you know, the current eight are still there. Yeah, there's, there's going, going to be, away. There's going to be a lot. There's At this time of year, there's always 15 teams that can probably make the eight and will make the eight. So we're going to go to Gemma Barsby in a couple of minutes. But before we do, uh, I just want to talk about the final. So 6.40 Saturday. So tomorrow mm-hmm. night, 6.40 it is. We take on the Brisbane Heat. I'm looking forward to asking Gemma about... So last year we played in the final. We batted first. And we restricted Sydney to 137. We made 147. I want to ask her, if we win the toss, are you going to bat first? I think they have to bat first. Like, bowling is their strength. Yes. Like, they've got a really good batting lineup, but their bowling is... Is their number one? Well, you're it's right. It's their one. We've one. mentioned that they've kept teams too. They kept the Sydney Thunder to 118 twice this year. In reply to their innings, I think if they do, I think both teams will want to bat first, though. Uh, absolutely. Whoever, yeah, whoever wins a toss is batting first. But the Strikers have a Australian bowling lineup. Yeah, they do. They've got Shoot, Darcy Brown, um, Amanda J. Wellington. Tali McGrath, like they just all all bowled for Australia before. Yeah, they have, and they're going to need to bowl their best because Grace Harris opens a batting for the Brisbane Heat. And yes, again, we'll ask Gemma about her. Is she the most dangerous player in the game that the Strikers have to contend with, and uh, and how they're going to stop her because she's made fifty back to backs now in the last two or three games. So she's been damaging at the top of the order, and it's why the Brisbane Heat are in the final. Yeah, they're playing some good cricket. Uh, Jess Johnson in the side as well will control the final overs. She'll be hard to get away. So they really need to, I I think, bat first, put on a a decent total, and then shut the game out by taking early wickets. Yeah, and I think Laura Wolfhart, she's in some very good form as well. So if we do bat first, she might just make another 60 or 70 and just put us into a really nice position to defend that title. And just get down there and support the girls. It's the best cricket ground in the world. We've got our team trying to win back-to-back championships. Just get down there and support the Adelaide Strikers. You'll have a great night. Yeah, we will. We mentioned the men's big bashes uh, just under a week away. So we'll... It will work perfectly. The women's take it out, and then hopefully we can see the men's strikers come through and have a really good season and potentially contend to win it this year. And didn't you say the men are going to win it and the women and the both, men are going to win both it? Both women and yep. Yeah. That's Successful a big times for Adelaide. Let's chat to uh, Gemma, shall we? Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SEN Men's, our next guest is brought to us by Tyre Power. The holiday getaway sale is on now with huge value on Falcon Wild Peak All-Terrain Tyres. And she might be a little bit nervous. It'll be interesting to see. From the Strikers, one of our favourites, Gemma Barsby. Welcome to Sports ASA. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. 
Hey, Gemma, what's it been like uh, this week? You're sitting there, you finished strong. The se- end of the season was fantastic. Everyone's performing and chipping in. Uh, but what, sitting there watching, waiting to see who you're going to play in the final. Yeah, it's been a bit of a weird week, but it's been nice. We obviously had, uh, we flew back from Sydney on Monday and then had Tuesday off just to recover. And then um, we had, yeah, a really big training session on Wednesday afternoon and night. And then, oh, sorry, on um, Thursday. And then we kind of just sat there and watched watch the game and then to see who we're playing. And, um, yeah, it's exciting to, to know that we're up against the heat. So did you watch it as a group? Yeah, so, yeah, sorry, we had train on the Wednesday night and um, we then had, they put on a team dinner for us, so we all sat there and, and watched the watched the game and saw how the Heat, uh, heat played. Now, Jem, Bonds mentioned there could be some nerves there. I mean, there probably shouldn't be. We won the title last year. We've got five wins on the trot. You took two for 11 in the last match, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but there must be a, a bit of confidence amongst the group at the moment. Yeah, you've always got to take a bit of confidence going into the season. We equal record with amount of wins for the season with 11, which is um, pretty impressive. So we've got to take that confidence in. But the Heat are playing really well as well. They've obviously won the last last two games quite convincingly. But, um, yeah, if we play our best cricket, we'll definitely go a long way to winning on Saturday night. So onto the Heat, they have someone who opens a batting named Grace Harris, who has made 486 <laughs> runs in this tournament. We have a lot of bowling options. How do we contain her in particular? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's peaking at the right time of the season, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, I guess it's, like you said, we've got a lot of different bowlers. So you'll probably just be keep mixing them up to her and um, and really trying to target the stumps and not giving her any, any width or anything to get underneath to, to clear the boundary. But, um, yeah, if we if we can build a bit, bit of pressure on her with some dots, then hopefully she makes a makes a mistake and we get her out. She loves to chat. Like she's up and about all the time. She loves to talk when she's out in the middle. She's always talking. Do you have a plan to engage with her or the other way to just not talk to her at all, ignore her while she's out there to try and affect her batting? Yeah, you definitely do not engage. She's looking for it. She, um, that's, that's how she gets into the game. So yes, I know I've obviously been on her side a few times, so it's nice. It's not annoying when you're on her side, but when you're the opposition, it's quite annoying. But you just kind of got to um, blank that out and and let her just do her thing and control what what we can control, and um, hopefully that kind of distracts her at the same time. So, Jem, on to the final. Do we, if we win the toss, is it runs on the board? Last year, it worked for us. We defended 147. So, is is it as simple as that? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, obviously runs in the uh, runs in, in the finals obviously goes a long way and um they've he'd have batted first in both the last two games and gone well. So could also be in that factor as well that we bat first and we get them doing something that they're not used to and putting the runs on the board in, in a final. But um we'll probably look at what the wicket's doing and um probably assess from there. But I kinda just let T Mac and Luke decide that and, and, and run with it. Speaking of someone who's come into form at the right time, Laura Woolvart is uh, batting beautifully at the moment. She seems to just go about her business, calming manner, very quiet. Is she the same in the change room or is she a bit louder and a bit more boisterous in the change room? <laughs> no, nah, she's definitely pretty quiet. I'd say this year she's probably opened up a lot more. It's 
She's been with us a few seasons now, but um, she's one of the most critical pe- persons on herself. She um, She's very harsh, and uh, definitely at the start of the season, she was stressing a little bit with not performing the way she would have liked, but, yeah, she's peaking at the right end, and hopefully her and Katie Mack can put on a really good opening partnership for us and, and set the game alight. Now, Jem, last year we took on the Sydney Sixers in the final at North Sydney Oval. It was a great win. We... Kept them to 137 in reply to our 147. Would have been an amazing day, but to win it at home at Adelaide Oval in front of all of our supporters, it'd be a pretty special occasion. Yeah, we've been probably striving for that for the last couple of seasons, being able to get that home final, and especially now to have it at Adelaide Oval. And hopefully with a record number crowd, that'd be pretty awesome and pretty amazing to have the actual support behind us this year instead of going to enemy territory and, <laughs> having all of them booing you and not behind you. So, um, yeah, we can't wait and hopefully we can get out there and, and put on a good show and, and hopefully it's an exciting game of cricket that the fans want to see and that we um, come away with the win and go back to back. I can't imagine anyone booing you, Gemma. Uh, we've spoken <laughs> to Nicole Bolton a few times um, and I just wanted to get a player's perspective of what she has added to the coaching group this year. Oh, she's been amazing. She's just her, her energy and her vibe around the group as well. She, when she's throwing balls and stuff, it's still like she's playing where she throws herself around um, and really challenges us when we're batting. And, um, yeah, just her knowledge and expertise as well, just around cricket. Obviously, she only retired last year, so she definitely knows the ins and outs of cricket. And um, especially as a spin bowler, she writes, she's so, she writes out all the bowling plans for each spinner and, and different backup plans as well. So she's, yeah, she nails everything really. And um, yeah, she's been a really good asset to not only the strikers, but the Scorpions as well. So Jam, I'm glad that Bond's actually brought up Nicole Bolton because she played in the final against us last year in which you beat her. So surely you've been letting her know about it the past 12 months effectively and leading into a back-to-back for us at the strikers. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely come up a few times. Obviously, <laughs> her wicket was shown in the doco as well, so uh, she <laughs> just laughed great. about it. But, um, no, nah, it's, all, it's all good fun. And um, hopefully, yeah, we can get the win and she gets one one back this year. <laughs> now, there is a little bit of rivalry between two, as men's mentioned earlier. But uh, I just want to play this audio and get your response to this. This is Megan Shoot about wanting to beat the he- arrogant heat. I'd love to say I'd take it as it comes, but I'd love to beat the Heat. Um, <laughs> they're, they're a team we enjoy beating, and we should have won the other week back in Adelaide. So for me, it would be very sweet um, to for the Heat to beat the Hurricanes, and then and then we smoke the Heat. That's that's my dream. One of those teams, you know. Um, individually, I actually quite like them all, but collectively, they're just um, yeah, a bunch of different people. Um, <laughs> so when they're out in the field, the way they play their cricket, it's a bit arrogant in my opinion. So... Um, and generally in cricket, we don't really like arrogance. So, um, yeah, we'll try and bring them back down to earth. Are you on board with uh, Shooter's <laughs> words there? It's Shooter doing Shooter things, isn't it? Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's definitely, definitely, um, yeah, that definitely blew up. But And I think after that, obviously, I think a few more, te- few more other teams actually came out and probably agreed with Shooter as well. So, um, yeah, it obviously adds a bit of spice to the game, which is which is all a good good fun and um yeah it'll be exciting to to see what unfolds on saturday night Gemma, we're all all behind you have a great game tomorrow and uh get that back-to-back trophy we cannot wait thanks guys thanks for the support 
Gemma Barsby there from the Strikers Men's. Come on, the Strikers. Uh, come on. And get look, get, just get down there and support the girls. Uh, whatever you can do, it's it's a cheap night. Get to Adelaide Oval. The weather's going to be good. And uh, look, we want to crack that 15,000 mark, don't we? We do. It'll be a great crowd there. And as Gemma said, the crowd will all be behind the Strikers. She took one for 17 in last year's final, bowled really well. Again, her last game, two for 11. So Gemma's in some nice form as well as the whole lineup is at the moment. So we're in a good position and hopefully we can knock off the heat. And by the sounds, every other team in the competition will be barracking for the Strikers too. That's right, man. It's been a big week, hasn't it? It's been a massive week. It's been jam-packed. We've had a lot of great guests on the show. We've laid your support as well. Lots of texts, a few phone calls. It's been great. And uh, once again, come on, Strikers. Plenty on the TV guide tonight. So make sure you tune in over the weekend. Get along to the Strikers game, but there's plenty of other sport to tune in to from your couch at home. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.